they got the call I was in school, but that was just like I gaslit. I was like, oh, they're, like they're tripping. I was there like gaslit. Pull up. <laughs> but, yes, I, <laughs> First light skinned nigga to ever to ever admit he gaslit. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of your beloved bi-monthly broadcast, Harlem's very own, featuring as always your three illustrious co-hosts. Happy Speaking Black first, it's oh, and happy Black History Month, of course. Okay. Yes, of course. Black. It's uh, Black. <laughs> it's Justin Khalil Winley, aka King Khalil, aka Obi Wan Shinobi, aka Riverbank Romeo, joined by my boys. Yo, what's up? It's Inbest Stefanucci, a.k.a. The Last Airbender, a.k.a. The Michael Jordan of Dropping Draws. That's crazy. <laughs> true, oh. baby. It was one of those where you have to just, you have to stop and think about, wait, what did he just say? <laughs> so, somebody had a request, so I had to, I had to, I had to put something in there real quick. And our third mic? Oh, hello, everybody. It's your boy, Mike Simmons, a.k.a. Mommy's Milk and Moonwalker. <laughs> And that's it, you know. I think that's it for that one, you know. Yeah, uh, I think that's quite enough. I think, <laughs> but, but that know, was just, crazy. You, you, you know, it's just it, just it just happens. I'm like, I didn't say that. Today. <laughs> we we have a an, an amazing person, an amazing uh, entrepreneur, um, an owner of a, a growing company. Um, he's been one of my guys since we were kids in Sunday school. And now seeing him thrive um, on, on, on social media, but also uh, in, in, in person, I gotta look up to this man right now because the motherfucker is like six seven. But um, I, I really <laughs> appreciate this shit. guy. And uh, sir, I want you to introduce yourself to, to the peoples. What's going on? It's, it's, um, my name is Grant Solis. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, but now reside out in um, Harlem, as where we are right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, it's a pleasure being here. Appreciate y'all having me. Yes, sir. And yeah, we're going to get it going. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have fun. <laughs> yes. All right. What was it like at Sunday school? Damn. Damn, that's crazy. Amon was always outgoing. Like, he, like he was involved in, <laughs> and, 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 you know, he was involved in everything. He had his foot in the door and everything. Yeah. I remember seeing Amon. He's in the Blue Nile and stuff like that. And then he came <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He, he always had this wisdom to him, too. Like, he was, he was speaking like he was like... 80 years old when he was like 15. He's just like, like yeah, wisdom to him, but not in a good way. And like, oh, like, uh, like leading young brothers to success. I'm like, yo, how old is this brother? Like, <laughs> I was doing a good amount of shit. I was just uh, leading the, I was leading the, the, the Sunday school, mm-hmm. um, doing like the announcements. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like the group, the worship leader. That's mm-hmm. what it was called. Mm-hmm. The worship, worship leader. leader. Yes. Um, it was, I don't know if mom's going to hear this, but I love you. Um, it was a time I did it with a crazy ass hangover. Oh. And nobody knew. Nobody oh, wow. knew. I they had us sing in front of the, the children and I wanted to throw up so badly in front of these kids. But I was still singing and mm-hmm. I kept looking at their cute, precious faces and I was like <laughs> One wrong move could be <laughs> fatal. <laughs> traumatizing. One, fatal. One booger from a yeah. child is gonna send him 
through the edge. Like, <laughs> but no, every time that I saw Grant, he always had a suit on. He uh, always did. Started early, did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He it's always like, had suits. Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, yeah, you know, pops, no. mom and pops made me put that suit on reluctantly every Sunday. <laughs> was it was seven o'clock in the morning? You just wanted to just bring in a hoodie and sweatpants and just be in. For sure, like, for sure, room? for sure, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely, you know, try to cheat my way out of outfits. Yeah. A little bit, you know, just try to dress it down a little bit more every time. Like, all right, I might put the blazer on today. Maybe just a shirt. You know? Yeah, yeah. 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 Man, all right, like, let's not do the, the suit pants. Let's do, you know, a jean. Yeah. <laughs> a boot, you know what I mean? I mean, obviously, for, for those of us who grew up in church, uh, you know, we're accustomed to, yeah, having to put on the, the Sunday best, so to speak, and, and, and go yeah. and, you know, dressed up. So to, to now be um, an adult <clears throat> and to have become in fact, a fashion influencer uh, on Instagram. You've taken ownership over your own style, right? I guess that's you know, very true. Yeah, you yeah. talk a bit about about that. I guess my the journey kind of started like when I was in like high school. You know, you try to compete. You try, you know, have like the the freshest sneakers mm-hmm. growing up. You know what I mean? As it is growing up in New York City, like you had to have those J's on to be fly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it became like. Oh, we're like you know trying to get the new Jordan, new Jordan, new Jordans, like like trying to get the Jordans. Yeah. And I remember that this is how it kind of like all started is that my uncle, I guess he had Jordans back in the day, like when he was growing up, so he had some of the original Jordans. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and he had moved out my grandmother's crib, and he had had some pairs up there. And he was like, hey, like, wait, 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 like like you know, I move all my stuff out, like whatever you find is yours, basically. And I was like, word. So I went up there. And I was moving through stuff. There's so much stuff around, debris. Like, no one been up there in years. And I was yeah. like, I found a pair of 2001 Jordan Bread 11s. And I remember that. And, and at the time, like, but the 11s were just, like, everything. Like, this, is like, popping. this is, like, 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. Like, the Concord, everything was just, like, the, the Jordan 11 was it. When I found those, I was hyped. I was like, oh, okay. that's yeah. crazy. Like, these are just super fly mm-hmm. and there were the the not the original ones the original ones came out in 96 I believe but there was the first retro so like the older ones at the time had more value than the newer current uh-huh, ones uh-huh. cause they were harder to get like like they were the original ones yeah. so I remember I consigned those I sold them and I sold them and I made like 300 something dollars after the consignment fee I went to Flight Club and they had used sneakers mm-hmm. and I consigned those and after I did that I used the capital of that just to kind of like buy and resell shoes so I could get more money so I could buy more. So that's, and then when I was doing that, I was doing that like, I, I, how old was I? I was like maybe like 12, 13. Okay. I was young. Now, now yeah. when you say consign for someone, not me, who doesn't know what that means, not me, uh, <laughs> someone else, what, what is consignment? Uh, for- uh, consignment is, so like some sneaker stores will have, they don't actually own any of the product. Everyone consigns their stuff, so they bring it in, mm-hmm. and it's basically like it's like a resale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a resale store, and everyone brings their stuff, and then they just like when it sells, it's eighty twenty you. So you get eighty percent, and then ah. the store gets twenty percent. Gotcha. So they basically it's a consignment shop, so like everything like belongs to other people. Right. And I remember I can sign those, and then I just use capital from there to like go to sneakers, you know, sneaker convention and stuff like that. And at the time. Like reselling sneakers were just so like, so 
up. Like mm-hmm. some people didn't know yeah. about the resale games. Like okay, like you, like you have opportunity to buy some shoes that people didn't know the value, and you're able to flip them and make money. So I would go to these conventions, and I was able to flip sneakers and stuff like that and make money. So I would go there, maybe like. I, I used some money that I, I, I did from the from the Red Elevens, and I just kind of stacked that. I made like a thousand dollars. I went there, and I remember one time I left for like thirty five hundred or something like that for my thousand after a few it's hours. I was like, money. It was up. <laughs> <laughs> it was up from there, and that's kind of how I started getting into fashion and clothes. Cause like I had all the sneakers, and I remember like all the kids were like, "Yo, like how, how do you have all those sneakers and stuff like that?" And I just like. I had an entrepreneurial mindset of just like reselling sneakers at such an early age. To the to, other to do that. sixth graders. Not necessarily to other <laughs> kids. I, I was selling to grown men. I was selling to anyone who was buying, to be honest. Oh, wow. So, like, I, like whoever is buying the shoes, like, they were like sneaker conventions, those conventions. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone would go to buy, sell, right, trade right, shoes. Right. So, I would go to those a lot, have my dad take me and stuff like that when I was at a young age. And then it was all about like, I, now you got the sneakers as you know time evolved I got into high school and stuff like that you had the fit to match the sneakers you, yeah. you, know, you, you had to be fly it wasn't just about the shoes now it's about the whole look t- and together and that's when I started getting into um, various designers and stuff like that and that's kind of how the whole journey took place I just got into designers and then once I started getting into designers and stuff like that um, I just started taking outfit pictures. I just like started taking pictures. People call me crazy. People were like, oh, like what are you doing? I, like I remember after who school. Who do you think you yeah, are? Yeah, like who do you think you are? And I had all like the trends before like people even got on it. So I was like, mm. yo, like what is he wearing? Like skinny denim, and then like everyone jump on skinnies like later. Mm. So I just like I always saw like the vision like before it was you know it yeah. came into the ahead of the, the mainstream eye. I guess yeah. It's I always decided to be ahead of the curve. Yeah, it's it's uh it's really interesting that like. It started from the ground up with yeah, <laughs> your yeah, shoes yeah, first, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and I think sure. that's how a lot of people, particularly uh, particularly young black and brown people, get into like, fashion is through the sneakers because it's tied into the athletics for one thing. So like, right. because we're usually socialized to be aware of what athletes are wearing or what yeah, rappers yeah. are wearing yeah, sure. on their feet, then yeah. that's like I remember when I was in middle school, the big thing was foam posits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I all the yes. foams too. The you foams. had foams? Oh yeah, yeah. I never got them. I, first of all, I thought they looked ugly. That was just me. But also, like all the all the ball players in middle school wanted foams. You're also foams. not a ball player. That's carefully. it. Well, no, I'm saying, yeah. There's there's one and two things. <laughs> one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I didn't have the qualifications to wear them in the first place. But um, I just remember that being such a big thing, and it was yeah. like everybody had to get them. Nah, yeah. for sure, 100. percent Yeah, the, the phones the phones were lit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had their time for sure. Can you remember a time, you know, being that you started so young and you feel like you've typically been ahead of the curve? Can you remember a time where there was a trend that was happening or that you felt might happen that you were not interested in? Like some, like, a, mm-hmm. like some, everyone's wearing this sneaker and you don't like it or everyone's wearing this jacket. You don't like it. You know, like when Supreme came out, like, I don't know, or anything like that. Did you buy the crowbar? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> I, I, I did have a brick, actually. I did oh, have a brick. I'm sorry. The Supreme brick. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there. It's right there. I did have the Supreme brick. I remember getting that. Yeah, I, I was super into Supreme growing up and stuff okay. like that. But mm-hmm. that was that was it. And also, like, I had an advantage being in New York City because yeah. a lot of this kind of stuff, um, there was a bigger market for people that were not in New York City at the time. So if you weren't here to have access to some of those stuff that were dropping. Like, I remember I would go to the Supreme drop. Like, on Thursdays, I, I was so lucky. I had a... We had a half day on at school mm-hmm. on Thursdays. 
And that was the day that Supreme would do the drop. So I mm-hmm. remember, like, after my half day at school, I would just pull up to Supreme yeah. and try to get as much stuff and try to resell it as possible. It's and as it was a, Exactly. <laughs> and it was a huge market because, like, the stuff on Supreme.com would sell it immediately, but there's a lot more stock in the store. So if you got there, like, at that time, if you got there around, like, you know, before, like, they closed, like, you were able to get your hand on something yeah. that dropped. So um, it was nice. And then you could flip it to people that were not in New York City. So yeah. yeah. That's kind of how you you, you kind of I kind of started out. I can't really think of any, you know, major trend at that time that mm-hmm. uh, I just wasn't a fan of. Mm-hmm. Any major trends now that you're not really a fan of? Anything in the present moment? <clears throat> oh, definitely for sure. There's a lot. There's a lot of trends uh, I don't like nowadays. Is a pertain to social media? Mainly like social media problems nowadays. Like mm-hmm. I feel like people would just copy and paste. Like they see something and they just copy and paste. Like it becomes like. If it's a sound, like, people would just all, like, make videos to that same sound. Or, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, kind of do the same kind of things ah. in order to blow up and, and stuff like that. It was just kind of, like, in my opinion, it's corny. But, yeah. you know, to each his own. Well, of course. Trying to say too much. Yeah, since since <clears throat> style is such a personal thing. Right. When, yeah, I so guess it's also when more you, accessible now, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when you see, it is probably easier to see, like, when there's a template of right. aesthetic that's being copy pasted right, right, rather right, than right. an authentic exactly, presentation. Exactly, and you could just kind of like do that and then it'll get glorified a lot more of the individuality Interesting. at the moment. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, you kind of want to make it, like you could draw influence, but you know, the copy and paste, yeah. copy and paste, and it's like, we'll definitely circle back to that one. Did, you know, mm-hmm. like what makes it you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Gents, any questions? You know. Yeah, uh, what did your parents feel about, or how? Did, what did they think about when you were doing all this business when you were like 12, 13 years old? They loved it. They, they, they told all their friends, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, 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 like, at that time, I was making like thousands of dollars just by reselling stuff. And I was That's like, crazy. Yeah, very your parents were like your enforcers. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was all my money that I got from that one pair of shoes. Like, uh, it was just all like wow. stacked up on each other like that. Like, I probably still have some of that money to this day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's just like. And I'm, I'm thinking about this right now, and I'm like, what if I would have put myself in that situation? To mm. have a, I, I told my mom, hey, ma, you know, I'm, like, doing this business here. Like, I got someone getting these shoes for me, and, you know, I'm getting that money from them. I think my mom would probably be like, so you're scamming people? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's that's not the case, mom. Like, you out like, here running these streets. Running these streets. <laughs> oh, she was always, my mom was never a fan of um, Jordans or anything yeah, yeah, fly, yeah. sneakers. That There's would, an association with them. That, yeah, that I think she was like, she's scary. Like, not going to have me in a line uh-huh. at so-and-so in the morning uh-huh. trying to get these sneakers. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh, no, yeah. No. You know, yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah. What's the longest you've ever waited for a drop? <laughs> sorry, I was sorry to cut you off, hey, no, but that I mean, made me think of that. Question. The longest <laughs> I ever waited for a drop personally was maybe like six hours, Damn. something like that. Wow, yeah, on six, and that's hours, in person, six, not like online, yeah, in person, in person. Yeah. And if and if yeah. you and with that six hours, do you remember exactly what shoe that was? I Yes, I, I remember for the Supreme Yankees collab, and oh, yeah, that was crazy. When that came out, I waited online for that for sure. And I'm 2015, I think, or 2014, mm. one of those. What was years. it like? It was a bad. It was, was like it? box logos and like just like oh, just prints on, on yeah, 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 screen prints, yeah. 
Mm. And I remember that was crazy because I know like whenever the Supreme released a box logo, like they were going for a lot more money. Yeah, they were releasing for like maybe like forty dollars, but they resell for like two hundred, like two fifty. Yeah, so I wanted to get as many as possible so I could sell them. Yeah, so um, so I remember waiting online for those in the good old days, and you could just kind of pull up and just wait online, and you could maybe get you know something. I remember that I waited online quite a while for that. I remember I skipped school for that one. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. If anyone's listening, one of the first times I ever skipped school, I had to skip school and get that and get and get that. I mean, you you skipped school and got like a grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did not know. I remember. No, I remember they got the call. They got the call. I wasn't in school, but that was just like. I gaslit. I was like, oh, they're like, like they're tripping. I was there. Like, Gas- I pulled up late. But, yes. <laughs> First light skin nigga to ever, to ever admit he gaslit. <laughs> I was like, I pulled up late. Like, like, oh, like, they called you after first period, but I missed first period because, like, I just missed first period. Like, I was late. I have a nice, like, an end. And they're, they're like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And I was like, where? Truants used to come by the lines as a ream. Make sure everyone was eight, oh, um, 18 wow. on those lines to make sure yeah, the kids were skipping school. Make sure people are not skipping school. Oh, yeah, makes yeah. sense. Cause a lot of high schools would, would, would be trying to skip school to get to get that stuff. To try to make sure still did that school. shit. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But, even, imagine using a fake ID that. for sneakers instead That's of like, alcohol. But I guess like, it's not you, like literally. he's out like getting drunk at like yeah, two in the yeah, afternoon yeah. or something. They're trying to make sure that kids don't skip school to get clothes and stuff like that. I like, never you know what I'm knew about that. I didn't know about that part either. That. I used to watch I Complex that. all the time when they would do the, the Complex drops. news was crazy, yeah. Yeah, that, was, that was lit. That was lit. That, that was, was lit. at the time when Supreme and, and, uh, and this one dude who was like repping Bape all the fucking oh, time. Oh, that guy. The, the ape? The yes. ape guy? Yeah, yeah. I oh, him. my goodness. Yeah. I wonder what happened to the homeboy, but I'm like, have you ever like had a, a time where you saw him like at one of the events? I did see him. A okay. few times, yeah, yeah. We were scared at the time because he was like, he was big as hell, man. He, he was, was like, tormenting people that were wearing Supreme. Yeah, like, be- literally like beating people up that were wearing Supreme, like like oh, like, like, like for the video. That. Yeah, he was crazy. So, Do it for the vine. Like, like, like he like yes. went to jail and shit like that. Like yeah, he got locked up. <laughs> All because. Of- yeah, like he was—he was doing the most. Literally, too bro. Much. It was crazy. So, Greg, my brother. Um, you say you were part of Kanye West season three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeezy, uh, Yeezy show, three. right? Show. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And, um, what was the process of you like getting that position? Like, who who put you on to like tell us about that? Which you said that you know change your course of like what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Not for sure, for sure. Um, so basically, like at that time when I was kind of like posting a little bit of outfit pictures on um, Instagram and stuff like that. Like, so I was getting like a little bit of traction, but nothing too crazy. I probably had like like 2,000, like 2,500 followers. So, so like, at the time it was lit. I was like, oh, like, yeah, of course. Just mm-hmm. like, it's more than I had now. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I was like, okay, okay. Like, like, okay, like I'm getting some traction. Yeah. And I was just literally like, I was in Soho and I was just walking around with some of my friends and this woman like, literally like, is like calling after me like down the block, like, like, like calling, like she was like, "Oh, hey, 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 hey. she's like sixteen, sir. right? Wow. Yeah. Let me tell like 16. you something." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like sixteen, yeah, sixteen. Yeah, she, she was like, "Yo, yo, yo, yo!" Like, like, like I, I want to take your digitals for a casting. And I let her take oh, okay. my digital. I was like, wow. "Okay, interesting." And I was like, "Who's the casting for?" Like, like, what's the casting for? And she's like, "Yeezy." I was like, 
Oh, all right, let's go. I was like, oh, it's easy. And I, 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 my, my whole body switched up quick. I was like, oh, yeah. where? Well, I had no idea. Like, because she was like, just like so all over the place. I was like, oh, like, I didn't know, like, she was working, like, she, she wow. happened to be Kanye West's assistant. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. And then so I did the cat, um, took the digitals, and she invited me to the casting. She got my number and stuff like that. And then um, I went to the casting. The first day was the invite only, and it took all day. I remember like, I got to skip school. Like, I went my my mom and she brought me to the casting and stuff like that and there's just so many people that not, not it wasn't that many people but maybe like a couple hundred but then um it just took so long to go, go get to the casting like everyone's taking pictures and of course huge line it took all day literally like hours and then i left i was like oh like we'll see if i get it you know what i'm saying i remember i saw a little yachty there it was good like it was, a, it was pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah. and then um the next day like kanye tweeted it like like open casting Mm. Like, like so the next day and then like I think like 15,000 people showed up wow. you know, that to the casting so you were so I was like oh yeah like you were definitely not going to get selected match. for this like, you know, <laughs> like, like people said that they were, they, were, they, were, they were like literally all day like <laughs> like trying to try like, you know get in the show so I was like alright like, you know, like but you were, but you were hand picked though I, I mean know, in, yeah, in so a like, sense so, so, so like, I thought like it was a little bit better but I was probably like she probably like I don't know where like what she was on like I was like she probably like just trying to get people to pull up, like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know, and didn't think much about it. I remember I hit her back, and I was just like, "Oh, like, like, thank you for the opportunity." And she didn't respond. And I was like, "Oh yes, Claire. Like, I definitely didn't get selected." Yeah. And then I remember, like, I followed up. This is like two days before the show, or something. Like that. I followed up, and she like hit me up. She's like, "Oh, so sorry to hit you. Like, you've been selected. Like, 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 you're in. Like, show up for for like rehearsals at this time." I was like, "What?" Wow. <laughs> and I was in the show. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a crazy experience. And then. Uh, yeah, I got to like spend like, the whole day rehearsing. Got to like work with Kanye. Some of like that to be in the show, and then like showed up to the casting. I mean, so showed up to the day of the show, and like went through it, and like was in the show, and then got my jumbotron moment mm-hmm. on Madison wow. Square Garden, and then yeah. And so that the this is that, a, this was a runway was situation, up. wasn't it? No, it was the 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 ship. Was it the listening party for Pablo? It was. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. And, and Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And, but uh, they, they had you they all had the model just like in all yeah, easy, just like easy. kind of standing there, like on the stage. Okay. Yeah, it's when they're all like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah still, I remember so loud, like in that building. Really? It was just I'm so sure. Loud. What were you thinking the entire time the show's going on? Because you just got to be there, stoic. Yeah, like yeah. Statue. How less stoic? Yeah, just like posted. Was I was just like, like nigga, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was so loud. That I was like, yo, I, I, I'm gonna go deaf. I was like, yo, I gotta, I gotta. Like, I remember at a certain point, I was like, I, I just gotta like go back, run backstage, and like, dip. Like, I was like, it's too loud. Yeah, it was like the most, it was the loudest I've ever in my life. Really, <laughs> like by like, far. Well, because you have like the, you have the so audience, so you have the music. Yeah, the music, the music was, was loud, like super, super loud. Like Shit. the bass was nuts. <laughs> you have to be like stoic, like standing there, like looking, trying to look majestic or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was <laughs> what was the direction that they gave you? It was just like be still, just be still, be still as possible. Uh, yeah. Wow. I was like, where? And the music, I was like, my, my head was booming. I was like, I was just like, <laughs> just like what? grab my head and leave. But, so how'd you, know, you like stay there? How'd you just like stay in tune? Like, yo, at the zone. I was out. a huge Kanye fan, and I still am. And so it was just like, you know, this is a this is a priceless experience. At the time, I was like six in high school. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, this is this is it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we just gotta, you know. Suck it up. I mean, it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be yeah, all right. That makes sense. If I go deaf, I'll figure it out later. Now, <laughs> now, um, now with, with this with this gig here, I know it wasn't, I know it wasn't for 
the free and I'm gonna follow up with something else. But I know it wasn't for the free. So how much was every model paid? Not a lot, bro. We got like maybe like a hundred, two hundred dollars, bro. Really? Yeah. Wow. You couldn't I even buy a Yeezy item with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't now. Did they give you the swag for free? They gave us like a little bit of the swag for free. Like, we, we, man, like, I'm, I'm robbing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm leaving here with a lot. <laughs> yeah, actually, the only thing I got was some. All I got was socks. The, the socks. The socks. Oh my the God. Even when I, 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 them shits sure better be the warmest on. socks you have in your drawer. <laughs> I don't want to distract you, but I, I uh, about a year and change ago, I was doing a um, production assistant gig for uh, this. I, honestly, you might have even been there. There was a. Uh, there was UGG was doing this event called Fieldhouse in Brooklyn, in downtown Brooklyn. Oh, okay. okay and it was okay. a pop up shop that they created just to sell UGG stuff. Um, and just for like walking the floor and maintaining back of house, I got a free pair of UGG slippers that I still wear to this day. Oh, wait. So at least I got UGGs, but yeah, like, yeah, dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually at some UGG event, but I think it was it was in the city. Mm. Around the same time. Was this in like October? Around October? Yeah, October yeah. of 2022. Two, I want to say oh, right. it was a while ago. Okay, but yeah, like I, I can't imagine Kanye wasn't trying to give up no, no jackets or nothing, man. Not, not the balaclava for you to <laughs> super shasty. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, would, you, you would, you, you, it's kind of surprising how, but it's also a blessing how um, that person saw you on the street. I know, like, yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. need to do it anything yeah no nah, it was, just it, your, it was your, a blessing for sure your presence just spoke for itself yeah she was like i know exactly what i'm like you, you grab just, that negro yeah <laughs> <laughs> was she white she was white <laughs> get that now <laughs> oh um i I, uh, I have a question for you it might be a um a uh, generic one but um do you feel like anything that a person wears on their body Call it fashion. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good one. question. It's not a generic one. Um, hmm. I guess yeah, in a sense yeah. I mean you know? yeah, but I mean like I don't necessarily call like a fit that I wear to the gym like a fashion mm-hmm. fit, but I think you know, I would say anything that, that you step out in. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you stepped out, you know what I'm saying? Like dinner, drinks, or whatever, whatever activities like day to day. Yeah, like uh, that's kind of your fashion. You wake up in the morning, you pick a, you, you know, you, you look at your wardrobe and you pick a pick an outfit. I feel like yeah, I, I, that's your fashion. Okay. No, no, yeah. Because no. I, I was, I was gonna say that it's um, one of my friends I had like this debate with him, and um, it was more so us discussing the trend of at that time, but it's I don't really see it too much anymore. It's just like outplay a lot of people just sagging their pants. Mm-hmm. It's the pants sagging, just you know, showing off your ass in front of everybody. It's yeah. actually very in right now, right now. And so I was like, "How did that come about? To where that formed from prison system, mm-hmm. and then now everybody's seeing that as like, oh, okay, I can actually put that as a style for myself. Mm-hmm. But it's been like that for the longest time. Mm-hmm. You know, last the last 30, 40 years. Yeah, you know why? Cause I feel like right? the the the, the two thousands fashions, early two thousands fashions, in, our, in the, right now. Yeah. So yeah. you see, like, you know, like Lil Wayne, Dipset, all the sagging their parents, baggy je- jeans, Tim's, yeah. all that kind of stuff, is now prominent in today's society right now. So that's why, like, I feel like the resurgence. I mean, it's always been a thing, sagging their parents, especially like in like the inner city and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, especially nowadays, like you'll see like just people just 
doing it for, for the for the for the trend, you know, for the fashion. Yeah, trend. I, it's it's <clears throat> it's interesting because I actually was thinking to ask you, and this isn't a fully formed question, but you know, in 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 many ways. Um, Many different things are cyclical, right? Like, like many, 100%. like you know, yeah. we see obviously films either if they're not outright remakes or reboots, they reincorporate ideas. Oh yeah, hip hop sure. is a sampling art. Oh, like yeah, things yeah. come back around. Do yeah. you feel like within the world of fashion that that turntable is even shorter? I feel like oh, the way shorter. yeah, like Definitely. the the Especially, ways that things go in and out of style seems like, so quick. Even social media has played a huge part on that in terms of on the speeding like, up and the slowing down. It's speeding up and slowing down. You know what I mean? Like something mm-hmm. that's hot. You know, because I feel like so like when I was first getting into clothes and stuff like that, things ha- had to make their way from different demographics to spread around, around the world. Now that it's so in- instant, like something yeah. could be a viral clip that goes hits the internet right now, everyone's seeing it around the whole globe, and then they they can emulate that immediately. So that's true. Things yeah. are like a lot more different. Things had to literally spread from a city. If you look, take it back to the '90s, even before like social media. Like or things that like literally went by word of mouth, like just like people mm-hmm. seeing people from New York. Oh, you got the tens. Oh, word, like mm-hmm. that's fire. Yeah. Like oh, I'm gonna tap in. This is how this demographic dresses mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And now like we don't. It's definitely like it's definitely a lot smaller. That that gap is a lot smaller. Like mm-hmm. you don't see that a lot in terms of like different demographics, like having the original. You know, mm-hmm. kind of style and that, that spreading on to like okay, like damn, I saw some motherfuckers from New York had that on. Like no, 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 yeah. like, I want to incorporate that. And then your town's like, oh, you put, you got that on? I got that from New York. And then like, yeah. they, they kind of, you know, it's a lot slower to like grow a yeah. trend and stuff like that. Like, well, but nowadays it's like one clip. Yeah. Yeah. And TikTok like, and all that. Everyone's yeah. on it and it gets played out and then the people are just constantly looking for the next thing. It's like, like that, yeah. that constant dopamine rush of like new, 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 mm-hmm, new, new, new. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, you know, letting things play out for, you know, quite a while. So yeah, for sure, that, that gap is like super small. Like hmm. something that's hot right now could be done in six months. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah you're, you're so, very right. And it's, I, I, I'm glad you asked that question, Ahmad, about, um, about fashion, because I guess the way I've always tried to rationalize it, although I don't know if, if and I, well, I don't know if you would agree, is a sort of subjective versus objective thing in terms of mm-hmm. here is what is considered fashionable by professionals, right. whereas style is something more personal, mm-hmm. right? Like your personal style may not be in fashion, right? Uh, right. So to speak, true, true, but I don't true. know if, if that's if you found oh, yeah, if you yeah, make yeah, that yeah. delineation for yourself or oh yeah, definitely one hundred percent one hundred percent that's what, the one thing that that's kind of good about today's new fashion. Mm. is that um, a lot of different aesthetics are in quote-unquote in style, mm. meaning that you can find your niche of in fashion, just, you know, whatever you want to wear. If you want to wear some gothic stuff, there's people like that for you. If yeah. you want to wear, like, something very preppy, there's, there's, you know, there's people like that for you. So yeah. Or you one kinda, look for every day of the week. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> or, or, you know, kind of mix it, you know, and intertwine. And then yeah. the fashion houses nowadays, like, it's almost like everything's more like a DIY now. So it's, it's all about do it yourself, in a sense. So it's like, even in brands stuff like that, like people are l- buying less luxury brands and buying more like random Instagram brands. Mm. You know what I mean? That are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thrift stores, like like older stuff. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like almost like the, the fashion houses are, are are kind of people emulate it a little bit, but like that's less like oh this is what's hot just because like Gucci's making like people will say that that shit is whack you know what I mean yeah <laughs> and wear something completely different if it's yeah. not like if it's not it like, mm-hmm. like so like that's the one thing I do like about today's fashion is that like people aren't really riding 
the name of brands nowadays. It's more about like, the aesthetic and like what that yeah. what that clothing is that mm-hmm. means to you. If, if you like it, you, you put it on and right. it speaks to you. Then you know it speaks to you. Right. How do you deal with the superficiality within fashion? Like, how do you make it mean more to you, where as to others it can seem like a, a, a silly thing? I feel like just as you know, remaining as true to yourself as possible, you kind of have to just like, you know, ignore some of the circus that that happens in in the in the fashion world. Just like in in general, you know what I mean? Like social media and stuff like that. You know, it can be definitely very superficial. People are interested in human beings, you know, online I mean, <laughs> in person. So, you know, you kind of just have to, you know, mitigate that a little bit and just kind of take everything with a grain of salt and just know that some some of the stuff on social media just, like, it's not in real life. It's, like, it's just social media. Yeah. And what would you say, say more about the circus? Um, You know, there's a lot of, like, as I said, like, prior, like, you know, the copy and pasting and stuff. Like, you know, people thinking, like, people being Hollywood, like, thinking like, they got little followers that, like, that, that, like you know that world is kind of like disconnected in the actual real world. Like you mm-hmm. just have to be kind of, you know, be a professional in what you're doing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it all the time, like with my company and stuff like that, like talking to some of these influencers, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, wow, like you, you want to, you know, this like be on me for asking you to, you know, make the clients post on time. You want to get an attitude with me. All right, now I'm going to cut you off and not get you any more brand deals and mm. you know, see how, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like when you're not making any money. Mm. <laughs> so, so it's just like having the power to do that. It's like, you know, it's good. I guess I like having that. Yeah. But you know, just like just dealing with, you know, just some of these people like day to day. It's just like, wow, like you completely let yourself engulf in this world. You kind of have to like, you know, understand that this is just a, a tool yeah, and like the real world is more important. Like you know, real connection with real yeah. people is mm-hmm. more important than like any of the other stuff that goes on. I'm just a, just a everyone's a regular person out here just mm-hmm. doing their own thing. You know what I mean, that teased me up quite nicely for the question that I was going to ask. Um, you told us that you did some work for Rock Nation, um, yeah. and you were helping. You were just kind of alluding to I think some of that kind of work, but helping um, with brand management mm-hmm. and and whatnot for different influencers and celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to have you name any names, but I'm curious what lessons, um, either about entrepreneurship or about style and fashion, did you learn during that time? Not necessarily. I was working like the esports division. Okay. Like, so not really oh. anything in fashion, but. Um, I definitely learned a lot in terms of just like being like a manager and like doing things on social media and stuff like that and just also just being around like a lot of like successful people just also like you know open the doors for other things and stuff like that mm-hmm. so um it definitely like gave me like a lot of the steps to kind of be like oh okay like now i know how to do that a little bit like in terms of like becoming a social media manager and like mm-hmm. you know Obviously, you could apply those skills to your own brand. Yeah, yeah. and I kind of like apply that to a a field that I'm more passionate about, which is the fashion industry. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like use those skills, use those lessons, and just kind of hone them into eventually starting my own company. Yeah. And so, yeah, let's talk about that shit. um, (laughs) I was going to ask about his company. Yeah. 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 Um, Tell us about it. We would love to know. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, Shark Tank. Yeah. So I guess like shortly after I started working at Rock Nation, I worked for a startup out in Los Angeles and I was again doing the social media management stuff and campaign strategies for brands, but I was work- just working for a company. So I was kind of doing the same thing that I'm doing now, but I was working for a company out in Los Angeles. And then I kind of left that, 
I was getting a little bit weird. It's, you know, like the back and forth between like Los Angeles and New York, which is a little strange. And I thought I was gonna end up moving to Los Angeles, but I ended up not doing that. So I mm-hmm. stayed in New York. So it was just like um, started my own company called No Brainer Agency, and we basically do we're a full service digital marketing agency, and we work primarily with with doing marketing campaigns for fashion brands. Okay. So whether that be like influencer marketing stuff, so we have like influencers and celebrities that are assigned to my company. And whether it be like, oh, they need promotion, like having them, you know, put something on, like let's say, yeah, you know, Prada has a camp, you know, fragrance campaign that they're launching and they want to, you know, give it to the influencers, have them, you know, do a, you know, some content yeah, with yeah. that kind of stuff. We could do that collab or we could do like their social media, like take over their social media stuff, which is actually uh-huh. something I'm about to do with a new client right now. Or we could, you know, photography, like pretty much it's full service, but the main thing is like influencer marketing stuff. Okay. Like, so it's kind of like, are very powerful in terms of what they could do for a fashion brand or just yeah. any brand in, in general. So you kind of, if I'm understanding, you kind of connect the established brand brands to, to the influencers. Creative, yeah, so you're, yeah, the, having, you're the middleman yeah, exactly, for that. Exactly, understood. Yeah. Like, you know, pretty much like that's marketing nowadays. It's all digital. Um, yeah. People aren't spending less money on like TV ads and like magazine ads. It's more like about like seeing something real and tangible. Like mm-hmm. people like will gravitate to like, seeing on their favorite celebrity. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if Kanye West puts something on right now and like people are going to like, you know, he's going to have millions, tens of millions of people but trying to get that item because he just like so just he wore it. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like like kinda like, you know, figure out the, the the brand's niche. Right now we primarily work in fashion and, you know, kind of pairing that up to the right like minded um creatives to kinda create the content and kinda push that out there so then the so the brand can generate traction. There's a lot of like brands nowadays that kinda start on the social media that kinda need that help in terms of like pushing the the product out there and getting it to more audiences. So that's kind of what we specialize in mm. and doing. Mm. Yeah, that's a great service. Um, and I guess like, the, I'm sorry about that too. No, no. But the main thing that um, that makes, I think, my company special is that um, it's a non-exclusive agency in terms of our, on both sides, in terms of the, the brand and the creative. Okay. Meaning that the creative has all the freedom to work with any other brands. Right. But, Without our interference at all. Yeah. We just take a percentage of the deals that we get them directly. Uh huh. So, right. like, like a management. That's why situation. I named it no brainer because a lot of agencies will, if, let's say, like, if you're a talent agency, like you're an actor, or you're a model, or whatever, and you're signed to an agency, they kind of dictate everything you, you do. Mm-hmm. You can't do, do anything on your own and stuff like that. You have to run through the agency and do all that kind of stuff, which I, being a creative, know that that's not sustainable and sufficient, at least in my eyes. Like, I want to have, you know, I like to have control over what I do yeah, and stuff like that. And if I get a independent, like if let's just say like a big brand reaches out to me directly, I want to be able to work with them without interference from my agency because I got that deal on my own. Yes, exactly. I think what makes yeah. a good agency is that you have to kind of work hard and get more clients to get your, you know, talent more deals and you could make more money that way. I don't mm-hmm. think you should be able to control your talent and tell them what, what they can and cannot do and stuff like that. Mm. That should be that, you know, I want the creative to have as much freedom as possible. So I made it non-exclusive. So, you know, it's just kind of hands-free, no strings attached. It's like whatever deals we get you, we take a percentage of them. And whatever deals you get on your own, you can, you know, you can do that stuff on your own and without our interference in any way. So a lot of our creators are definitely like that. And it makes it kind of like a no-brainer, hence the name, yeah. um, to sign up and, and be a part of the agency because we're not going to, it's, it's really no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think that's 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 it's important for creatives to feel autonomy. 
Right. Exactly. Yeah. And not be yeah. you know, tied up to a company. And supported in their autonomy. Yeah. Exactly. Particularly in a field yeah. where like you are like your your physical being is mm-hmm. is how is monetized. It's yeah. how you make money. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you don't want to yeah feel like you're tied to a particular. Exactly. Then it starts exactly. it starts getting weird. You know, mm-hmm. um, when you're telling me who I can and can't pose yeah. for, <laughs> you know? yeah, and they're not putting you out, and then it's like you're not doing any work at all. You know what I mean? Just like yeah, because you can't work with anyone without going into the agency. So it's kind of like you know, mm-hmm. we kind of wanted to cut all that. We wanted to make it very like creative friendly and also friendly for our for our brand our clients yeah. as well i have probably a litany of like popcorn questions that come to mind just in the topic of, of style and fashion and whatnot um but one more uh kind of detailed one before i get into those is new york fashion week obviously that's a big event every time it happens and because i'm not really tuned into the fashion world i'm always taken by surprise when it happens <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but i imagine that that's something that you've participated in or for and, sure yeah. yeah and so how do you how do you personally prepare for new york fashion week what's like your honestly like new york fashion week isn't the strongest oh. as the other fashion weeks across the world okay um, <laughs> paris fashion week is number one yeah that's so yes. I went out there in September. I was working with a couple of brands, and that experience would just like trump any New York Fashion Week experience mm-hmm. that I've had. New York Fashion Week was really good, I, th- I think, prior to COVID. When COVID happened, it's kind of like people started shifting to Paris, and like mm. it never really was the same since since then. And then, uh, like, again, like starting with the su- superficial of it all, like you know, you have influencers thinking this shit now and stuff like that, and like just people like migrate to New York it's, it's kind of a New York City problem in general it's like you know <laughs> just people like migrate to New York City and just want to you know be a part of this big you know yeah big apple stuff yeah, <laughs> that yeah, goes yeah. on use it as so the you, backdrop yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. so you literally have people Ooh. like that fly into New York City for fashion week and try to like get into stuff they have no association with any of the brands and like not invited or anything you just try to like pop out yeah which is like you know I'm glad that you know it's spread to that you know be at that big of a scale but it's just you know it takes away from like People that are actually like enthusiasts in in, mm-hmm. in the industry. Yeah. So, Jude, you're you kind of competing with you know. No, people, what you said people. was really cool. Yeah. Using New York City as a backdrop. Yeah. That's how I feel a lot about these motherfuckers out here. <laughs> yeah, for real. People gentrifying the neighborhood, not just gentrifying. It's mm-hmm. more like uh, a lot of young people uh, between like Gen Z and millennials mm-hmm. that are now becoming adults and decide to move into the city. Mm-hmm. They're just having their fun here. Yeah. Right. And I take it personally as like a little bit of disrespect. 100%. You know, like, like I'm from here. We're <laughs> yeah, yeah, from yeah. here. Like, like, this is like, I, my, this mm-hmm. is like I'm from. It's like, oh, I came, you know, you, yeah. you're one horse town and, in, you know, you Kansas. It's out of the run shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, whoa. Like, like, like you can just take all my crackheads. Like, don't talk yeah. about my crackheads. These are my yeah. crackheads. <laughs> like, what? Like now, my neighbors expensive. They are my crackheads. Like, like what? Like I didn't <laughs> yeah. choose to be from. I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm literally from. Like this is like where I, I didn't yeah. choose to be here. Like I, I'm here, I'm out here. No, yeah. Like, no, that that's like, it's it's also I think like, this is home. It's astonishing in that sense that, and we I mean first of all we are a New York based podcast run by three New Yorkers, so it's inevitable that we talk about the city, in some way, shape, or form. Right. Um, uh, but it's astonishing that like the. The idea of New York still persists, just like as like this place of opportunity, despite like 
all the craziness that's going on, yeah, right? It, like, it, it, it's, it's always going to be that way. It's though. grown exponentially though since the since the COVID virus. Mm. In the last like two years, it's really grown. In terms of fashion or just everything else, just New York City in general, yeah. like it's really become like glorified, <laughs> which is crazy. Beyond like beyond beyond compared, it's always it's been, not like, you know, crazy glorified. though because if you survive New York, I mean, okay. as they say, you make it here, you can make it anywhere. Yeah, but yeah, if you survive fine. New York during COVID, you can really make it anywhere. Yeah, if right. you survive. New York after COVID, where everything is mad expensive, inflation is high. Yeah, the trains are extra dirty after yeah. COVID. Right, you know, and with all the migrants and stuffs coming out, it's like it's it's almost like a badge of honor to be here and to have right. a hard time here, and then you can and move then, on and do whatever you want. Right, to say that I came through New York at some point. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. And no, yeah. you can't do that respectfully. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Drew yeah. thinks we should rob them. Nah, <laughs> straight up, straight up. I need like, reparations of some here's, sort. Here's my <laughs> thing. This is my thing about the city, or I would say this is for any uh, big city, at least within the United States. I think that um, we should all be more involved citizens within our communities, you know, and that meet, and we also have to invest in the community, you know. Like example, my big brother say, shout out to say and Sarah, y'all getting married soon. Love y'all. Um, Say was from LA Mm -hmm. and he was around my age he came to the city and from what he told me he just felt like he needed to do something important here so he he went to Big Brother's Big Sister program to become a big and I I was his little Mm -hmm. and he spent time with me all the time for like four or five years and he went back to Philly and then he went back to LA but me and him still have this like brotherhood relationship. I'm a groomsman in his wedding, mm-hmm. and not not every transplant does that. Mm-hmm. And I think they have to. You have to invest in the community that you live in. Man- yeah, mandatory I, civil like service. My, my joke. My joke about robbing niggas that, yeah. Yeah. is just my joke. Yeah. Or you know, start shooting in the air to keep the, <laughs> to keep the rent down. Keep, yeah, to keep the rent down. <laughs> but. Nah, like if you're gonna move to a place, you gotta invest in where you when in where you're going to. Like if if any of us were to move to like L.A. for our opportunity, we gotta invest back. That's a fact, actually. You, yeah. You, yeah, you go stand on the block, agree, yeah. you just go. They shoot him. You know what I'm saying? And that goes and not for nothing. That will go for uh, black uh, black transplants too. Hmm. We let a lot of black ones slide. <laughs> they when they the motherfuckers who are also keeping my rent high. I'm just saying. Yeah, put that telescope up. You know, skin phone hey, always can folk. That's so, true. So <laughs> you better get to get your butt to youth build and mentor some of these kids, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I definitely agree. Yeah, yeah. Like, and if you're gonna put up here and really enjoy the city, you have to like tap back in. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, to, yeah. Go to a soup kitchen. Yeah, I was about to say like, like, it like, like do something. Have bro. to even include money at all. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. You can give back. To the community. No, be intimate with it. Yeah. yeah. So, Grant, what's a way that you that you think, like, how do you pay it forward in the fashion world? How do you how do you mentor someone in 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 style and in fashion? Is that a thing? Or, or I mean, I'm sure it is. Yeah. You did a master class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to mentor me. <laughs> Y'all the same height. Got you, got you. Um, honestly, um, you know, like I have a lot of like people that reach out. Mm-hmm trying to like you know not only up their style but just like figure out how to get back into it i try to like you know respond to all those messages the best i can you know give advice here and there like you know, whenever i can yeah. give advice and then obviously eventually i want to like 
do more with the agencies, like do do events and stuff like that. Like yeah. you know, to upcoming designers, like you know, help upcoming designers and stuff like that. Upcoming creators and you know, just kind of do all that kind of stuff to, mm. to that. So like, use my agency as a platform to maybe like throw events and like help people like you know what I mean like really make it out here. Yeah, yeah. That's like well, that's my goal. You know, I still have to make it out here. <laughs> 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 yeah, fair enough. But you know, like when, I, when I'm put in that position, that's that's my goal. You know, mm-hmm. to obviously like always like pave the way and you know, help people. You know make everyone's footsteps easier. Yeah. Know? I hear that. Ask people differently. So, um, so, okay. I have, yes, I have, I have some questions. I, I have one, a, one that I think will be fun, but go ahead. Brooklyn or Harlem? <laughs> That's a question. Wait, specifically in terms of fashion or just in general? In, you know, in, in general? terms of fashion. In terms of fashion. Because in general, in we all know what's up. Because you, because you be in Brooklyn, Greg. <laughs> in terms of fashion, I gotta say Brooklyn. Just because mm, like, that's fair. Like, dang, yeah, that's like Dipset era has ended, and we don't have to. Not, it has cook. not ended, okay? Cameron shower curtain is still in my house. I, 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 maybe like historically, historically, you would say Harlem, yeah, right. Yeah. For sure, but right, and right now, I would say Brooklyn, though, because that's where all the transplants yeah. are going. Fair, that is true. But they only go to two neighborhoods: though. Williamsburg, Williamsburg, no, three, Park three. Slope, Best Dive. Williamsburg and Bushwick. Those are Bushwick, the only neighborhoods that yes. transplants know yes. in Brooklyn. <laughs> Williamsburg is like a, a, a Manhattan now. It is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it sure is. Ever a mess store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, if you could turn back the clock like 30 years ago in Williamsburg, you wouldn't go there. No, I'm sure not. Yourself. You wouldn't even come to Harlem. <laughs> yeah, no. It's just like how, how much it has changed. I miss the old time. Harlem. You aren't even alive. I don't care, bro. <laughs> I, miss, I miss like Harlem in 2005. Like, remember when the street lamps were like flat? Uh, like it had like a like by 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 the Apollo Theater. Oh, I always liked the street lights that they had oh, they over were, here. Like, kind of squarish. They were kind of squarish. They were flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm having a hard they, time they, putting they it to words. Hooked down. Didn't yeah, they? they they hooked down. I don't know why. Something about that really was like, yo, this is this is home. This is nice. <laughs> Just a damn street light. It's something so simple. Yeah. Human Man Books. I forgot. Like Human Man Bookstore was right around the corner. Yeah. I miss the old hall, but you know. Yeah, not can't no. live in the past. I guess not. Magic Johnson Theater is still here. Yeah. And speaking yeah, of, and speaking of not living in the past, what is the future of your uh, company? Like, what are your plans the next like five or so years? I would say to do like big marketing campaigns for like big brands mm-hmm. like really big brands I'm working with some big brands now but really like be the sole company or like one of the sole companies that does like you know multi-million dollar like marketing campaigns for big fashion brands that's the that's the goal for sure mm-hmm. and I also like do a lot of events as I was saying like events like kind of connecting the community to like doing like brand showcases yeah so like events where like brands will kind of like you know tap in and they can kind of showcase their brands like you know Kind of bring that like the, the the enthusiast back. Yes. To 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 you know to aspects not just like the social media side, like that that's like yeah weird sometimes where everyone's just trying to blow up and like do things <laughs> like get numbers and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I actually really tap it back into like the people that really like enjoy doing this kind of stuff. Kind of like giving them a platform and giving them like a, an opportunity to showcase. Yeah. To I, other enthusiasts yeah. and stuff like that. So that's like that definitely something. That's I in the works for the agency, for sure. Your your posting schedule is probably decre- decreased as you've become more active in your business, right? Like, for sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, like, have this the amount of time. Some of because, you know, the creators now, like, they start young. They, I mean, you, a bunch of, like, 18, 19-year-olds, and like, I remember that being that age. I was, you know, out here all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 you have, have so much more time really, like, yeah. be out here and tap in. Now everyone has a phone, like, which is to give them a camera, a mic, and everything at once. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> into, into their... 
day-to-day lives, they're able to, like, just, you know, really showcase and, you know, create a lot more than I am able to do. Mm-hmm. But I want to get back, definitely back into, like, posting regularly and stuff like that. Like, kind of really, you know, get back into being out here. Yeah. For you. you know what I'm saying? Mainly for you. Yeah, yeah, for me, All for right, sure. Cool. Yeah. Ahmad, you have... Yeah, um, going back to your company there, because you was like, you, you would know when people actually want to, actually see this as like their passion, you know, mm-hmm. something that they want. And how often do you normally like see that when people are trying to like uh, be part of your agency? Like you, you, you already know like who's for it and who's not. Like who wants it just for, for the money and who wants it just because like this is something that they've been you actually really don't know until like you I kind of like after a few emails you kind of know <laughs> a few emails <laughs> a few conversations yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah after a few emails you kind of understand like if they're new to this if they're not new to this you know what I mean if yeah. they're you know what I mean like how they kind of interact and obviously like whenever I deal with like PR like for my personal deals I try to be like as professional as nice as possible it's kind of how maybe that's the reason why it's worked out for me over the years mm-hmm. you know what I mean in terms of working with big brands and stuff like that cause like I just, you know, try to be a human first, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you got people out here that are just super entitled, like, don't want to do stuff, and, like, as the person that's bringing the work, now I know, like, who not to work with. Yeah. yeah. You want, you know, a team of people that are just, uh, you know, making this very simple. Because at the end of the day, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the task at hand. So you want just, like, you know what I mean, it to be very smooth and very simple, and, like, you know, you have to be able to do that at least as a creative, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a wonderful tip, though. Be human first. Be yeah, human you got to be, like, you know, you gotta be a, if you're a person at the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying, you might make some cool outfits, but, you know, at the end of the day, you're just a, you know, whoever you are, and you're just blessed that we're able to, you know, in the new age of, like, social media and, like, and stuff like that, we're able to, you know, kind of monetize this field and, yeah. and you know, make a living from it. So, you know, it's cool that we're able to, like, you know, f- be passionate about something so much that you're able to, like, do it for a living, like, mm-hmm. in New York City. So... Okay, cool. Let's have some fun. I got a question for, sure, for, for you. Sure. What is the <laughs> what is the most overrated mm. and underrated accessory in fashion, Ooh. in your opinion? Overrated accessory has got to be uh, for me. It's hats and hoods. It's what hats, hats and, and hoods. Hats and hoods. And hats overrated. And, only because I don't look at them, so I'm, I'm like envious. <laughs> I get that though, because hats are hard stuff. for me yeah, to pull yeah, off. Yeah, I can't really pull off hats and hoods. I can so, imagine hat. I got into those. In my opinion, like they're overrated because I, I don't need them and I'm fly. So, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's really like I don't gotta hide my hairline. <laughs> <laughs> my hairline good. <laughs> nice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But and the most underrated accessory for me is a watch. I, I just think like. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've gotten into watches like kind of over the years, and um, just having like a nice watch and like having appreciated value and stuff like that, like it's a good investment to yeah. invest in. That's a great piece. answer, particularly um, because with the advent of smartwatches, people don't really right. wear right. other kinds of watches anymore. Right, right, but right, I, right. I mean, I still have a collection of a few. They're very basic watches, mm-hmm. but. Um, that I like to put on, even mm-hmm. if they don't work anymore, when I'm dressing up, just because right, they right, look right, better right. than just yeah. having the Apple Watch on. Right, you right, know? right, right, right. Uh, pocket or wrist? Wrist watch for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, pocket watch cool though. Yeah, pocket, pocket watch is cool. cool though. I have a pocket yeah, watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Get <laughs> yeah, the pink no. binder on you. Like the, oh, you might have gave me an idea, man. See, <laughs> see. I'm not been covering that in the video. Put them up. 
Being in touch, these streets aren't safe anymore. Okay, okay. How about? Oh yeah, um, also an overrated accessory, the one that I gotta go. Like the shiesty has to go, man. Oh, thank like, you so. Y'all looking how it's too. Oh, like, I hate it. Grant, can I, I tell you a story? At my GD program, one of the students has a boyfriend. Yeah. And they were looking at uh, the my team. The program team was looking at the screen. This nigga kissed his girl through the shiesty. That's that's crazy. Wait, was it covering his lips? Yes. That is fucking nuts, that's bro. That's so unnecessary. We gotta let it go. You kiss your girl through the shiesty? So what are we adding to the boy? We Years ago, we added Hennessy and Casamigos. Yes, we're we boycotting them as black people. Now we're doing the shiesty. We gotta shiesty, mask is, is, shiesty mask gotta yes. go. We gotta go. Wait, 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 wait. What's wrong with the Hennessy and Casamigos? Oh, oh everything is wrong with Hennessy and Casamigos, brother, my brother. <laughs> since I was the one that said something about it, okay? I'm not gonna hold you. I'm fucking with you, it goes at New Year's. It's <laughs> on now. So I hate them both. They're they are hood classics, They're and dumb. it's just like every fucking party I was at <laughs> had a Hennessy, and I'm like, bro, you 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 need just like fashion. You need variety in your type word, of word, yeah. Word, word, you need word, variety see? in your alcohol. You know what Hennessy is I'm like, bro? New? No, well, not new, but like that's in terms of like n- not. I'm like, a little bit. But it's also like a staple. But you Grant, let me hit you with an analogy, right? I feel like like Hennessy and Casamigos at a party is like the nigga that always wears a turtleneck with Chelsea boots. And I say this as a dude who's wearing Chelsea boots right now with the gold chain over the turtleneck and the slacks and the pea coat, right? It's like, okay, it looks nice, but can we come up with something else? Okay, okay, there's okay. so many um, there's so many different whiskeys and so many different it's amazing liquor out there you know what I'm saying and like oh, you know, we 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 we, we don't Casamigos to... is my staple I can't even lie to you ah. Casamigos is newer it's Casa newer Migos. than Hennessy it is so newer the Hennessy but it went crazy Hennessy okay. been going yeah, for a crazy. long time okay it's been going for a long time it needs to hang it up, <laughs> up right? Hennessy got a jersey in the rafters well, the Hennessy I cool. can't really attest to but the Casamigos though okay Okay. I'm a fan of the Casamigos. I do like my tequila. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, yeah, it's, it's, and there's nothing it's, wrong. It's with a it's smooth tequila. You, you have it warm or chilled. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely mm-hmm. fucking with Casamigos. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he said, you cannot take. Grant, I don't know what you're talking about. It's almost like, like he's ready to die on this hill. You mentioned that, like, in terms of like, making the analogy back to the fashion world, yeah. and I would say, like, even. Even if some things are overhyped, like they're still classics. That's true. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I've still yeah. got mine. Yeah. <laughs> like McDonald's fries still hit. Like no matter what. <laughs> McDonald's fries. Like, I don't care if everyone's like, drinking it, I'm still drinking because like, I'm right. still finding fire. You know and, and to that point, yeah, there are certain clothing items that like they may seem overdone, but they, they can still work well they depending on, on it's who's wearing it. No, you know exactly. what I mean? Who's I still love it. a turtleneck. No, exactly. It's just, it's exactly. just like exactly. I might vary up. You know, exactly. how often I wear it, you know, or every time I dress up, it's not going to be a turtleneck. There's other right, options, right, 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 right. you know. Um, I was going to say about, like, when you were talking about hats, like, yeah. I was, I think five, I'm like five years into fucking hats. Mm-hmm. Beforehand, when I, you, you remember me when I had a fucking fro. Like, yeah, yeah, you couldn't. I, I couldn't. I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> you can wear <laughs> a cast down the middle and you kind of poking out the side. That's what I was doing. <laughs> hey, see? Come on now. I just, like, what I did was I, like, held my hair 
and then I just like fit it on. Mm. See, that is what my mom and, wanted me to do before I went to school, and I said I don't want to do that because I don't want to look crazy. Nah, you want to look crazy. But his, but his hair is different though. Like, oh, his but, you, but you, I feel like your hair bigger. was like softer than mine's. Mine like began to like do freeform dreadlocks because I didn't know how to take care of it properly. Ah. You was very good at taking care of your hair, so I think yours would have been a lot more tangible. And there, and there, like it, these weren't popping off at the time, but like a lot of the girls. Be wearing the the joints with the bun opening, oh, not so much like a visor, but like an extra yes. opening in the back. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, I I was it was it was just more so I had the fro and I didn't know what else to what else what the style. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the the the, the, the yeah, twist you do I, now. the twist didn't come into play until college. Okay. Like, um, it was always the fro. I didn't have no braids and nothing like that, and um, I never thought that I would wear a hat until college time and I remember the first time that I did wear a hat and I, and I went into the house and my mom saw me and she went it went from a smile to a frown <laughs> and I was like something wrong something that was something on my face and she was like Almost, almost hit you, and I said, yeah, "Why?" Yeah, when she thought you, she were was dead. like, "I thought you was their daddy, but you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was one of those." Yeah. Uh, picked up that slipper, and she, she had a book, and it was, you know, <laughs> the book ready. The book was ready, you know. But I, I was very, very new to hats, and I'm very like. I'm just a rookie when it came to bucket hats, mm. and so I, once I, I would had love to rock bucket, bucket hats. hats. My head's I was too like, big. Yo. <laughs> My head is, it's not, maybe it's not the size, but my head is strangely shaped in such a way that it's hard for me to fit. <laughs> I'm not lying. He's like, I'm serious. It's, it's, yo, for it's hard for me to fit. I can wear beanies. I have, wear beanies. I can do a beanie. Right, right, right. But the, but, well, over yeah, the headphones. <laughs> I can do beanies, but over, um, over my, my actual head, like bucket hats are just hard to fit. Sometimes fitted caps is hard because they don't. <laughs> You need to get I, fitted the snapbacks. I mean, the snapbacks, not fitted. I can't close. It has to be the last. <laughs> oh, the last loop. Yeah. Goddamn. What about the but the HBO one works? The adjustable dad hats. Yes, the HBO oh, one does work. So um, we're actually looking to have. We're actually looking to make merch. We've been talking about making merch for oh, years. Yeah. Uh, and the only thing we have are the three HVO dad caps that Jude got printed for us. Oh, for Christmas, Jude, yeah. That's, that's, that's behind you on, 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 the, on the floor. Oh, my bad. Oh, These are the only three in existence. Those, <laughs> those are the um, those are the hats that we have. With our logo on it. Yeah. But I'm curious if I could if I could borrow your, your marketing expertise. Uh, if, uh, uh, I'll pay you a dollar. That's all I have. Um, <laughs> what, what items... In my 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> what items do you think... Uh, would be worth putting branding on for us. Hats for sure. Hats for sure. Hats are like everyone like pretty mm-hmm. much with that. I'm like part of like part of the, 1% the minority. Of the <laughs> <laughs> but I love actually love hats. Like to look at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just don't wear them myself. We were but thinking about woven shorts at one point. Shorts, hats, like maybe an accessory too. Mm. Socks. We said dad tote bags. Yeah, or something tote like bags. The yeah. single mother snatch a tote bag. We're saying you know this. Yeah, we got ideas. We just got a yeah, and one of them was called Single Mother Snatcher. It's him. That was his. First of all, (laughs) you like that, but we went. You're the one with the single mothers. On the tote bag. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Yeah, but no, I I fuck with that. I fuck with that idea. Yeah, tote bag. Yeah, tote bag. We talk. Um, and back to shiesty hoods. Um, 
get 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 rid of them. Speaking of speaking of that, y'all look scary, man. Thank you, man. For no reason. Like what? Why, who, who are you up against? Who's out against that you can't be seen? Like, know what I'm saying? If you have ops, I guess, bro. Like, do your thing. The op is your school principal. Shout out to Vince Staples because he really straight up said, "No one is looking for your bitch ass. No one is looking for you. You don't have ops. It's not cool to have. No one is looking for your bitch ass. It's not even cool to have ops. Ops like you need to relocate. You need to go to jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was there was a time I was at the it was a Moxie rooftop um dinner uh-huh. place and we're like with these Broadway people and shit and people having a good time I see a nigga coming in with a pink shiesty mask and I'm like bro nobody is here to get you right now. okay you around you around good looking people you're gonna get run up on by Gladys <laughs> Gladys you sold her money back in 52 like I don't know what's going on a pink shiesty is a pink shiesty with like which is also like the counterproductive because aren't you going to stand out even Wait, more with a hot what shit about, yeah. then, what about the ski mask like the regular ski mask with the holes in it but when niggas roll them up to make them into a beanie I mean I, I mean I didn't even that's cool but then yeah. just get a beanie right just get a beanie yeah. I, I haven't even seen that to be honest nah nah yeah. nah nah cause the niggas ain't gonna roll it back down nah those gotta go too <laughs> no ski no mask no mask wipe it all out the mask you should only have is the COVID mask we're, we're, we're over the we're over the mask y'all remember yeah, those hoodies saying, that like, used to zip up all the way up the big joints yeah my mom was like if you ever Grant my last question for you is this I just came up with it but um it's a desert island question. Let's say you're stranded on a desert island and you can only bring, uh, let's say, let me be generous and say 10 items of clothing, not including underwear. You can have Word, as much clothing. underwear as you need. <laughs> but 10, uh, yeah, 10 items of clothing. And how's he going to do all this laundry? Well, it's just a hypothetical. Like if someone was Word. like, how, what, what, what albums from, you know, the 2000s would you bring with you to a desert island? How are you going to play the albums? No one ever asked that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the, the laundry, and then he has to wear He can wash them in the beach. Listen, that's a little funky. If it was if it was a desert island vacation and and, the, and you had in unit laundry, but yeah, like wait, I guess wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait, yeah. Okay, okay, you know, okay. yeah. What are what are your favorite? No one else your favorite clothing items, basically. Favorite clothing items. Wait, wait, what's the weather though? Eh, modern, cl- uh, like you know, uh, think of it like it gets a Caribbean. chilly at night. It gets real chilly at night because you're at the beach. Yeah, maybe when the sun goes down, it's a little cold. But chilly yeah. in the morning, chilly at night. Maybe like seventy to ninety, depends on the day. Atlanta. So it's hot. Atlanta. It's hot. Yeah. It's a hotter place. Yeah, yeah but it gets super like cold at night because like it's you know. I guess this depends on if you prefer dressing in the summer or in the winter. Or winter for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's easier yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the winter like that, but. For for outfits, yeah, like, easier to layer things. You can and... put like more on the winter for sure. Yeah. Um, some of my favorite clothing items. That's a good question. I think it's at ten. Ten. I'm sorry. Make it make it make it like three. Just for this, I'm changing this question a three. lot. <laughs> three to five of <laughs> your favorites. I would say just like you know a black pant. Mm-hmm. I can't go wrong with a black pant. I like my isimiyaki like. Pleated black pant was like mm-hmm. clean, like good for the beach, like you know, flowy. Like I like those a lot. Mm-hmm. In terms of, I have like an overcoat that I really really like. It's like a brown coat from Ami Paris. Okay, that one 
Is that the one? You uh-huh. Ah, yeah. That so one's fire, but I don't know if I could wear it on the island. So I, I mean, it could be your blanket. It might stay in the It could be your blanket. When it gets cold. Yeah. I'll bring it. I'll bring it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, the third item. Yeah. Um, probably like one of my knit sweaters, like a knit sweater. I have one from like Sakraga, one of my friend's brands. Mm. That's really, really clean. So I'll probably bring one of those too. Mm. How much is too much to spend on clothes? This is, I lied. That's, no, that's a great that's question. A good question. That's a good and question. I know it's, it's, I know question. it's relative to what you're wearing, but how much is too much to pay for like, like a, a pant versus a, yeah, a shirt versus a shoes. Shoes tend to be very expensive, right. but so. because they should last you for a while. Oh, right, right, but right. they don't. <laughs> Not all of them do, yeah. I say, like, all, for me, when I buy stuff, it's all about, like, what I can sell it for. Mm. Like, how, how much of the value... How can the, I flip the, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like th- is it going to retain its value? So, yeah. if, if, even if it costs $200 or $100, if, it, if it's worth zero, then I probably won't buy it. So, but if something, you know, costs $1,500 and it's going to be worth $1,800, 2000 then I, I might buy it. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, it's kind of like, for me, it's basically, like... Um, how much value does it retain? So then in that case... I sell you, a lot secondhand. I don't really do like stuff in the stores. Okay. I was going to ask that. And also like when you are buying things, then you're not necessarily buying with the intention to keep or how... What's I do. The balance yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if I really like it, I'll, I'll keep it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For quite a while. But some pieces like, yeah, I do buy it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to wear it for a little bit and then I'm going I'm to flip it. Or like knowing that I'm like, I'm a want to sell it like in like a year or two right or so like you don't you don't yeah. wear your your crisp white shoes when it's rainy and muddy outside correct yeah, yeah i try to keep <laughs> i always like, keep it pristine i like to keep my stuff really clean yeah mm. that's cool that's I, I mean i always figured maximize that the value for it yeah I, I always figured you know if, if i'm if i'm fortunate enough to get a decent amount of money that like it i would f- i would still try to buy relatively not not cheap in terms of quality, but like cheap in terms of actual cost clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I also think like, you know, you, when you go to like the East side and you see all these boutique shops that you never see anybody inside of them, like, well, these are probably the places that like someone is sending their stylist or their assistant, mm-hmm. some rich celebrity to shop for them to select mm-hmm. pieces because mm-hmm. they can't be out and seen with it. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't matter what they cost because they can just, they can afford to just give you the black card. Right, so they right, don't even right, realize right. that they're actually spending $1,500 on a, on a gown or not even right, a gown right, on like right, a, right. on a shirt, a slip shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. but I, I guess I, I, I want, I'd like to think that I'll always be involved in what I wear, but, um, it must be a nice problem to have when you, you don't have to worry about what you put on in the right, morning. Right. Yeah. 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 It all depends on how wealthy I get. You know what I'm saying? Like, the walk in the store, buy whatever. All right, cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it was, it was nothing, but you know, as of right now, Try to shop smart, shop secondhand, um, mm-hmm. and like again, like I buy pieces that I know I can retain like almost all their value. Yeah. And any other questions, Jim? Yeah. Time to lose money. Um. So okay. So before I say before I say my question, um, just a, a known fact that happened not too long ago: uh, Philadelphia actually banned the use of wearing ski masks. Yeah, as they should. Slash shy, 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 that's totally. That I'm so cool with that. Yeah. I am so cool That's with that. To be honest, mm-hmm. and I was like, 
I agree with that. Because the many times, gotta go, bro. yeah, they said the the the, the new band will face two hundred fifty dollars fine. They said those who wear one during the commission of a crime will be hit with a two thousand dollar fee on top of any other legal ramifications following the act. Yep, cool with that. Great. Yep. Fine. Um, what was fucked up is what happened in Texas is that they uh, kept the law or let the school keep their rule about uh, the young man who was wearing dreadlocks that he has to oh. cut his shits now. Yeah, if he were to go it's to school. Him. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's, it's, I, not, I forgot it's not the, the first time name. that that's happened before. Uh, nah. like there was a person who had locks before his um, and he's a wrestler, high school wrestler, and they said in order for him to compete in the match, mm. they would need to cut his locks off. Uh, yeah, and I was like, it's kind of fucked up. And it's not like it was a, a weight cut issue in that one. That just no, sounds stupid. Just his hair. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, Grant, good sir. Um, you. Have a million dollars in your bank account. Oh gosh! What is the first for yourself? Doesn't have to be for somebody else, probably for parents, but you know. But first thing for yourself that you would like to purchase. Um. Check from Balenciaga. Just you know what? Give me the three. Give me the three. First three. Oh, okay, purchases. okay, okay. Maybe like, like gut redo like my parents' crib type of shit, like my mom's crib. Okay. So, you know, we do the crib mm-hmm. completely. Okay. Now we got the good answer out of the way. We got yeah, the selfless yeah, 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 answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love you, mom. I like how he said <laughs> gut and renovate, not yeah. just buy a new crib. It seems yeah, like yeah, parents yeah, love yeah, their home. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And just, you know, like. Improve it. Yeah, yeah. Improve it. Improve it. Number yeah. two, fix the pipes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would. That's a good question. This is like just like purchasing things like yeah like, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 um, probably like any like really like big clothing piece I always like wanted. Hmm. Like do a sweep and get like all, mm. yeah, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, big yeah. bag. Which store? Which store would you go to first? Not not necessarily in the store now. It's like I'll try to source like pieces that I really wanted for like a long gotcha. time mm. and like tap into those pieces and, and get them. Okay. Yeah. Be able to, like, get so them. you and this this is when you say source. This is when you're buying from other people who do what you do, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go and grail or whatever. Like, like people like do secondhand selling stuff like the real real and just like gotcha. Do a sweep of like all those pieces. That's that I fascinating. It'd like, be like that that uh, that scene uh, in the Family Guy episode where Lois becomes addicted to shoplifting and she's yes. clearing <laughs> off the racks into her bag, yes. all into her purse. I like doing this with with the guests. Uh, Graham, what is the song, the popular song that you're listening to right now? A, a song I'm listening to right now? That's like, you 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 like, anytime it is on. You replay it at least once. You replay it at least once. Word. Time. Yeah. Um, probably like Back to Me by Kanye and Tyler Tyler. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. I like that song. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That Freddie Gibbs verse was crazy. Yeah, that Freddie Gibbs crazy. That Freddie Gibbs verse was insane. That one, yeah, yeah. Probably that whole, that, 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 album, that album right now. Yeah, okay. I'm spinning for sure. Okay, okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, I, I have yet to listen to the album. 
Kanye's crazy, but you know, he's still, he's, <laughs> he's still a, a, a great musical artist. Yeah. Yeah. All the yeah. artists are kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Besides uh, the that one you listen to right now, uh, favorite Kanye song? What's your Kanye song? Shit. I don't even know. That's a good question. I asked the pressing question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's honestly too many. Mine is Drive Slow. Where? I, I go going around, around. I, I oh, guess we can go around real quick I mean I I've, I've probably listened to the least Kanye here but uh, Flashing Lights has always been a favorite yeah Flashing Lights Fire yeah Good Morning's Fire mm-hmm. definitely yeah. definitely um, that for me. I, I, I won't I won't lie I might do a, that's the shit I don't like I mean, I, I know he's oh, featured with everybody else, mm. but that shit goes hard. That does go hard every single time. And Black Skinhead. Who's your favorite Those verse two. on the Don't Like remix that he did? Um, yeah, he's I ain't gonna lie to you. Keith had me on that one right there. Chief Keith had me on that one. When I first heard it, I was like, Keith, Keith went crazy on that joint. But then, um, 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 Jada oh, Kiss. Not, 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 not just, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I love you, but I wasn't that much of a Jenkins fan at that time. Hey man, Jenkins is fire. Oh yeah, Jenkins is fire. Right. Sure is. Sure is. He destroyed Cameron. I'm surprised I'm still alive in Harlem. Well, Grant, I know obviously you've been able to talk a lot about your business and a lot about how you got your start. Is there anything as we close out that you want to plug? Uh, where can people find you? What are you working on next? Uh, before we. Uh, yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to just follow my personal Instagram, you know, it's Lord Grant with a V mm-hmm. underscore Grant. So L V R D underscore Grant. Mm-hmm. That's my personal page. If y'all want to check me out, you know what I'm saying? Much love. Yeah. <laughs> but um, besides that, yeah, just like, you know, I- I'll be just follow my company, like no brainer. You know what I mean? Just tap into that. We're we going to have a lot of events and like cool stuff. Like as I, you know, venture into this, to mm-hmm, this you know. Mm-hmm. Realm of and of course, complimentary like tickets for Harlem's very own you know I mean? podcast. If you're a brand, you want to tap else. in, know what I mean? <laughs> tap in some services, let me know. And yeah, just keep going with that. Like that's that's pretty that's pretty much it. You know, I mean? appreciate y'all having me for sure. Yes, course, Grant. Grant. Thanks yeah. so much. It's great to have you on. If y'all want more Uptown Love, you know where to find us: Apple, Spotify, Podbean app, YouTube. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. it greatly helps us out. You girls search history. Oh. oh my god! Wow! Wear your condoms and get tested. Top of the dog. But that was that was <laughs> top of the morning. I oh have nothing god. left to say. Woo. Good night. Happy Black History Month. Love you.